Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. Welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl podcast. Today, we are excited to have Jesse Lumpkins back with us to talk about the Thrive Conference. Jesse, why don't you start out by introducing yourself once again, maybe if people missed the first episode you were on. Yeah, I feel so fancy that not only have I been a podcast guest once, I get to say be welcomed back. So yeah, it's great to be here. My name is Jesse Lumpkins. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, I was a teacher for 10 years, but in the summers, I would always get to do great things with CASE, Curriculum for Agricultural Science Education. And in the spring, I had an opportunity to join the team as a program manager for NAAE and focusing on CASE operations. So, you know, I, in the past month or so, have been able to help coordinate some of the operations of the, you know, we just had NAAE conference last week. Um, I was able to, to contribute a little bit to that and then able to support the, the main team that did that. Uh, you might have heard, if you are familiar with CASE, that we have grants and scholarships. So going through the process right now, being able to award folks those and, and get that done in a really fair, equitable process. I, some of the things I get to do on a daily basis are recognize teachers. And I, I really think that it's, um, even though that's not what we're talking about today, like really important to make sure that folks know that when they're applying for something or going through a process that you know, their, their information doesn't get lost in the shuffle and that they're being taken care of. So I connect people on a daily basis to the curriculum and show them how to access our uh, curriculum on the website. And I also get to communicate fun stuff like Thrive. So you haven't been in this role long, but you're already podcast famous. Oh, I don't know about famous, but I, I would say comfortable. <laughs> like I, if, you know, <laughs> If you need a regular, like back in the day, Johnny Carson, who, who the older folks are going to kill me, but you know, like the couch companion, if you ever need one of those, y'all let me know. Yeah. Well, I, I call it famous. So your podcast famous well, and really, I think thrive is a great way to connect teachers. So how, I guess, explain thrive conference and how this is kind of cases next step in connecting educators across the nation. Yeah. So you know, when you look at this kind of thing and in this time in education, it's really hard to start anything new. And so it it is, Thrive is an ed tech conference and we do want to focus on PD just about virtual instruction and we can get into that. But, you know, this was really, and this is my shout out to Sarah Cobb that I, I get to work with on the case team. This was her brainchild before we even knew that anything like this was going to happen. Um, before we can even fathom well, years right if I oh were, years uh, yeah yeah she like sensed this which yeah mom, of course she would well she's amazing and so she's been on the case team for about five years now and her background is in ed technology I mean that's a, a strength of hers and an interest of hers and so she had been wanting to bring this um to case in some form and to just ag in a general I want to go ahead and say this you don't have to be case certified at all this is it, we, we said it's CTE instruction. I mean, we are going to focus on ag ed, but I think that a lot of the things that uh, that Sarah sees the value of and wants to bring to people has value just essentially in any career in tech class, you know, because we were talking and chatting before this started about the importance of inquiry and, 
I think, you know, specifically in AGED, that's the audience that we have, but I, the challenge and, you know, the teachers who might be listening to this know this better than I do, but taking something like a food science class is monumentally different than going virtual for math or English. And there's no shade to those teachers, but uh, focusing on those opportunities, you know, was a focus of, of Sarah's even before this happened. And so, you know, even though this is a crazy time and we know that you are probably Zoomed to death and, you know, virtual any anything to death, but if there's ever a time where she would be able to launch that with the help of all the amazing people that we've had that are gonna be a part of it, this is definitely the time. So, um, you know, obviously through the support of NAAE and our sponsors, Corteva, Cargill, and the CHS Foundation, we're able to make this the inaugural event, but we definitely hope that, you know, even regardless of what the, the rest of education looks like, you know, we hope, for instance, uh, anybody who might be curious, you know, case all of our uh, institutes are going virtual next summer. Our hope, though, in 2022 is that we're able to have some of those things live in person, but I think it's pretty clear that some elements of what we're having to do now, whether that's, you know, modified in person because you, you have to social distance, if it's hybrid, I can imagine that seems to be the hardest and in my estimation, I can't even imagine, or all virtual, there's going to be some element of reinventing inquiry and, and it's going to be permanent in the classroom, uh, I think from this point on. And so we hope that this evolves and meets the needs of teachers as those needs evolve. Well, and I think too, like, even pandemic aside, because this will go away. I keep saying yeah. that. People are probably like annoyed on the <laughs> podcast because I keep saying that. But the more I say it, it has to happen. Yeah. So, but there's a lot of teachers, like even in North Dakota, that teach ITV. So they're teaching students on camera at different schools. Now those students are in person at that school, but the yeah. teacher isn't there. So I think what a value this conference has because that remote learning has been here for a really long time. I took math that way. I don't mm -hmm. recommend, but um, <laughs> I think that's here and that's never going away. So I think if you're thinking, well, this maybe isn't for me because I'm not gonna pandemic teach ever again. Well, let's hope not, but you never know what opportunity you're going to be in providing ag education to students in your school and surrounding schools. Yeah, I mean, there could definitely be after this doesn't, it's not a necessity to virtually digitally teach. I mean, I kind of think about what opportunities does this open up? You know, you mentioned how there are teachers who teach a lot of different schools at once. I mean, you know, I've saw, I think you just posted the, uh, you know, Ag Exchange Box. And I've always, I remember seeing on COP like years and years ago about that. So imagine, you know, what we could do collaboratively when maybe we can have our kids in person, but then that means, you know, we could meet people from the other side of the coast or watch somebody on a combine they can stream from their you know tractor something cool like that so and and part of uh the programming and Sarah definitely wanted to be here and I I want to be as much of a champion for her as I can be because this was uh what she had been able to ruminate about in all of her expertise for for you know years coupled with uh one thing that I think her strength is and I hope that folks always know about case and NAAE is that ultimately our, you know, I hate to say it this way, but customer, you know, who we're looking out for are the teachers. And so it is her expertise and what she thinks is important coupled with uh, 
she is very good at asking for feedback. And so we felt like four big areas were important to be able to provide workshops in. And that's CTE instruction, obviously. I mean, that's the core of what we need to do, but also best practices. So those are kind of always my favorite workshops, like where, you know, kind of like this podcast, this particular episode is about one specific thing. And it may not appeal to everybody, but it's hopefully, you know, going to reach one person who can say that is a tangible thing I can put on my to-do list. I, it, it will help me in the, these ways. So we look forward to like a lot of great tidbits like that. Um, but then we've got also specifically software and apps that people need to use. And I, I want to definitely not miss out on any of those. Um, so just throwing that out there, because I know that like, if you hear that somebody uses Canvas and there's a workshop on that, but you don't use it, you may not need that. But we've got obviously Google. I mean, th that's a given, I would think. Uh, we've got Melissa Hagman, who's presenting on Schoology. We've got Jennifer McCann, who's doing Canvas. Um, and then, but there are also great ones that are just using software and apps in general. And so it doesn't have to be that your school uses one in particular, like the variety of what can be done with QR codes. Even when we were in person, you know, there were so many opportunities. It was honestly uh, a surprise that my classroom wasn't covered. It like stickers of QR codes for everything. Um, and then utilizing things uh, just to make your life a little bit easier. So Google Jamboard or Flipgrid. Um, and a lot of those things, one, one aspect that we're excited about is our digital swag. You know, we played with, do we want to mail folks things? One of the cool things that I've been able to do in this position since I've uh, been in it since March is occasionally do PD in a box where we send things to folks. We might have talked about that before. Yeah. And so we talked about, you know, what is the most needed thing from teachers? If you are attending Thrive, then, you know, you have a need or an interest in this virtual instruction. Uh, but we decided that a, a digital box might be a little bit more uh, appropriate for this one. So in addition to, you know, exclusive, really cool things that you'll be able to download right away and use resources, uh, both, you know, with your kids, but we also want to provide you with things like folks have been asking for case posters for a long time about what APPs are. If you, if you are case certified, you know what that means. Uh, we want to be able to provide those. Yeah. And so every year you can stop handwriting the uh, flip charts going well, back up. I think it's fun because this is a virtual, this is a virtual conference that's tailored for virtual, you know, yeah. digital equity, right? And I've been in things where I think you've had a hand in creating a conference in the box. And let me tell you, friends, like no one will out conference in a box <laughs> Jesse Lopkins. There's absolutely no way. So it's, if you're involved in making the digital conference in the box, it's going to be good. Like I just, Thank you. I'm putting money <laughs> down on that because the conference in the boxes you've been involved with top notch. No, thank you. Thank you very much. I will admit that that is a product of, uh, somebody, I know that there are people who relate. My mind never stops. So even when I'm trying to relax at the end of the day, I have to focus on something. And very often those are like projects. And so I will like Pinterest and Amazon and everything you know, until the thing is planned out. Um, and so we're excited about what opportunities that brings because this is a nerdy aspect of it, but I love even like, I want you to be able to, when you click on something, it feels like you're opening a box. So we want to be able to provide a really 
uh, exciting experience that maybe you even feel empowered that you could do that. I know I've had some folks that after they did uh, some of the PDs in a box that we had put out through case that they figured out ways to do that with their officers. And there were probably people who would have done that regardless, but you know, even that idea, even how do you make the idea of you're gonna get swag, but it's digital still seem exciting because there probably are gonna be ways in the future that you might do that with your FFA officer team, or you know, maybe it's, how you celebrate the getting through the end of this year with your advisory council, you know, but maybe we even hope the things that you passively observe that aren't necessarily a workshop, uh, you know, find ways to, to help you. And one of those things we looked at, you know, uh, with the software and the app apps, I want to say applications, and then I feel definitely like an elder millennial. <laughs> uh, but if there's anything, you know, occasionally there are some really great websites or really great programs, but because of the nature of what they are, they might require some type of subscription. And the last thing that we would want to do is say, come to all these workshops where all you have to do is now turn around and buy something else. But part of that digital swag, we want to be able to provide some um, free trials to some of these online, you know, sources that might, eventually you might have to, to invest in. And so, if nothing else, we want to be able to give you the freedom to look and see if it's something you want to do so that if you do have to go a step further and request some type of, you know, funding uh, that you're able to do that. And that last topic, just to wrap that up, is digital equity. Um, you know, just to be open about that, we, we are having to source some folks for that because it's probably the most important topic. I mean, I don't want to say that instruction isn't, but just like Maslow's, you know, how can you help somebody learn if they're, if they're not, I mean, first of all, if they're not even on the call, like you're not going to be able to do that. And so we've struggled with that a little bit. And, and I, I'm open or open and honest about that because I think uh, there are a lot of folks that have expertise in some type of digital equity and you don't realize that you're an expert. Uh, just because you haven't been doing it for a calendar year doesn't mean that you're not good at it now because you know, our teachers are in the trenches every day figuring out how to make kids successful, still get them career ready or college ready, uh, which that's another thing entirely what college is like now, right? Uh, we know our pre-service folks are doing that too. You know, our, we really hope that there's value for pre-service people. Um, you know, we we sat down for a long time and we were like, you know, what are folks doing when, when kids can't get what they need? You know, I live in Nashville and one thing I saw that Metro National Schools was doing is like hot spots and parking lots. Uh, and then they'd also have mobile stations where you could drive through safely, you know, social distance wise, but that if you had problems with your laptop itself, that there were tech centers that people could go to. And that's a great idea. But, you know, if I heard that one of your school districts in North Dakota wasn't able to get laptops, there's not much I could do about that here. So the idea of digital equity, meaning that, but also uh, just how do you make the, the virtual learning environment a safe space? Uh, and so we are actually really looking forward to what that turns out to be, because I think we're in a very interesting time of that folks don't think they're experts, but uh, they definitely are on the cutting edge of that. And I, again, I think that if we did this again in 2022, digital equity is going to mean something completely different again. So we're, we're looking forward to learning along with everybody else as much, uh, you know, as everybody that we want to attend. I love hearing about all the different topics and I, I didn't know that it was that in depth. So, I mean, even I'm getting something out of this podcast episode if no one else does, but 
Um, so kind of along the lines of what people can expect, what's kind of the conference going to look like? What are the hours? Do I have to sit at my computer all, all day long for the entire course of the conference? Yeah, so we definitely, if you're able to view any of the live sessions while they're live, that would be great. And that's because more than anything, we would love to be able to just network and communicate. So we're going to be on a really great platform. Uh, it's not just like you're going to tune into a Zoom, which that that is a great option. Uh, but it's going to be a platform that we hope will allow folks to be interactive uh, if you're there in the moment. But if you're not, then you're able to come back and access everything for up to a year. And I would say, honestly, a year seems like a great amount of time because, again, by by the time that it would expire, we would hopefully have new content that would be just as relevant. You know, I guess I think about case long-term PD are all of our courses, and maybe this will turn into the PD that we hope would be, you know, changes just as much as, as education does. So we will have a live sessions and on-demand sessions immediately. So there's hopefully at least uh, about four hours of that on-demand ready to go on January 11th. Uh, the, the entire thing spans the week of January 11th through the 15th. And there's a little bit every night. And so as far as hours go, anything you see normally from Case or NAAE is in um, Eastern time. So from seven to eight Eastern is our first set of live sessions every night. On the first three nights, we're going to have John Spencer. And I know we could go into how great John Spencer is. He's, he's our keynote. And, you know, we played with, do you need a keynote for a virtual thing? We don't want to just say, all we're doing is taking what we would do in a, in a room together and putting it online. But he is of such quality. And, and I would encourage you to definitely check him out on Facebook. We've been trying to share some of his stuff on <coughs> the case Facebook. But those sessions are like multi-stepped. So let's say that you weren't able to tune in on Monday and Tuesday, but you wanted to be in there on Wednesday. You're more than welcome to do that if you had a little bit of time during the day, maybe on planning or lunch break. I guess that's probably laughable at this point, right? Uh, but you can catch up on those. Or if you just needed to go back later and, and see those, you're welcome to tune in anytime. Uh, on Thursday and Friday of that week, we've got other things related to instruction and using Vernier Graphical Analysis Pro, uh, which is this great new wave of Vernier technology, if you are case certified, you know that we use Vernier in a lot of the courses. There is a new way to share data collection, uh, and, and we'll deep dive into that on Friday. And then, so those are from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern. We'll get a little bit of a break, about 15 minutes to just like, I've heard people call it a lot of cool things like environment break or body break or biological, whatever. Uh, and then 8.15 to 9.15 p.m. Eastern. So, you know, hopefully you're chilling out, you're comfy, you're like in your loungewear or whatever. Uh, we will have another concurrent live session that is focused on something that we feel like would be appropriate for the, the broad audience of everybody that's going to attend Thrive. So on that first night, Jesse Faber, who always does a great job of, of uh, real life field trips. I know he's taken exchange trips here in Tennessee and some other cool places. He's going to show how they do virtual field trips. So, you know, there is a lot of content specific stuff, but I think a virtual field trip would, whether it's somebody, you know, in the Northeast, if it's somebody out Southwest, that, that applies to everybody. And if you haven't thought about that kind of thing, especially if because you think it's, uh, you know, prohibitive or you don't want to be the person who reinvents the wheel. I heard somebody recently say that a lot of things with digital transition isn't that you're reinventing the wheel, you're just changing the shape. Uh, or the size. And so, you know, you don't want to, 
you don't have to start from scratch when we hear some of these folks that have been doing all this kind of cool stuff, whether, you know, they just adapted quickly or they were already pretty digitally inclined. Uh, some of the other things that week are just talking about soft skills. I think a big change that's happened with, uh, you know, the things that we have to tell our students when it relates, especially to careers is, you know, they're going to enter a different career market too. And so what does soft skills virtually look like? You know, I know that we, we did often incorporate those things, especially if you did like the employment skills LDE or things like that. But do our kids even know like the, how to start an email, how to end it? How do you, how do you, uh, you know, have, how do you respond to somebody in a firm way via email and stand your ground and be professional and yet get your point across, things like that. Uh, Dr. Robin McLean is going to do some great stuff with Nearpod. Dr. Mori is going to do great things with assessment. Um, you know, I'm in a lot of those Facebook groups about uh, struggle with online learning just for teachers in general, not just ag ed, not just CTE. And I see that a lot of the time that's spent on that is assessment. And so hopefully, you know, if you know that you've got to continue to do that, but you need some help with that, then we have um, some options for that. And then Schoology, because we know that so many people use that, is going to be the focus of the live session on Friday. But we have tons of other on-demand workshops in all four of those categories that you'll be able to see um, at any point starting on January 11th. Uh, and then any of those. So let, you know what? Let's say you sign up and you get really sick and you don't tune into any of the live sessions, we hope you're okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, you could access everything a month out when maybe you're in a better headspace and you feel like you are looking to be inspired or looking for some help. So, you know, I do, again, this was Sarah's brainchild. And if there's something that Sarah has taught me as a professional, uh, it's boundaries. And I know that that's a conversation that we didn't have when I started teaching in 2009 and now there's workshops dedicated to it. And I think that's excellent. And so if you've made it this far and you're still interested, the biggest thing I'd wanna tell you is it, we don't want you to, to feel like you have to say yes to one more thing or put something on your plate that's not gonna be helpful or that you have to log on and turn your camera on and you know, submit assignments for. I mean, there is value in that and, and you know, we, we don't want to say that we have no expectations of our teachers, but we want this to be helpful for you. That's all it is. So whether you view it live, whether you do on demand, whether you don't look at it until August when you're ready to, you know, jump back into it, we want those things to be there for you. They'll be there for uh, until January of 2022. And I don't think I brought it up, but the fee is $150. Now, remember that that includes that digital swag, the access to it, um, you know, you will get PD credit for that. So keeping in mind that, you know, we also hope that even though that fee is lower compared to some other PD that we wouldn't want any teacher if they don't have to, to pay for themselves. So, you know, thinking about if you need to put in for a bookkeeper or anything like that, if you ever need case staff to chat with your folks, you know, sometimes before PD money can be spent, they kind of have to know what the value of that is. And if that requires a conversation with any of us, we'd be glad to help you do that. Uh, with your school district, because again, we just want to, we just want to help. Yeah. So let's recap some things. I love that the live sessions are in the evening, which I know, like you said, boundaries is good, but there's, there's some of those sessions that I do want to take the time and watch live. And I can without having to feel 
like FOMO as I'm sitting at work. And then I see, you know, maybe Brianna gets to watch it live um, because she can take off and I can't. And then now I feel like I'm missing out. So I, I do like that it's in the evening. Um, obviously can be, you know, easily, like you said, kick back. You can be in your PJs, you know, judgment free zone. We can sit there together and enjoy ourselves and learn. I think that's fabulous. So seven to nine 30 PM Eastern time, Monday through Friday, January 11th to the 15th. Yes. Uh, $150 to register. You're going to get eight hours of PD and probably the coolest digital swag you will ever get in your whole life. You've um, set the bar high, but I'm really going to try to meet that. Oh, you will. I know it. Um, so those are the live sessions. And then we had the keynote speaker, which is John Spencer, Dr. John Spencer. If you love anything about inquiry, you're going to love listening. I've not heard him speak. So I'm excited because I geek out over a little bit of John Spencer. So I'm excited to hear him speak for the first time. And then there's the on-demand sessions and you rattled off a few. Brianna, what's, what's one of them you're excited for? Well, I think just as a whole, I th I'm excited that it's, I mean, CTE, but also ag ed specific because I've attended like this past spring, there were so many like virtual conferences that you could go to. And I just, I feel like a lot of us teachers are like, we need to do everything. We need to be on our computers at all times. Um, so I attended a couple this this uh, past spring, which were great, but they were geared towards more elementary. Um, and even my school, like they did PD on Schoology because we use Schoology, but it was just general. So I'm excited to see like more specific, how do you use these? How do you use Flipgrid with your Ag Ed class? How do you use Schoology? All Ag Ed specific. Right. Yes, that I can definitely see myself implementing it right away. I don't have to to sit there and think, okay, how can I modify this now for my students? So I think kind of as a whole, that's what I'm excited about is that it's dedicated to ag ed specific. Well, not to mention whoever's speaking on it is another ag teacher. So, you know, like they get you, they understand your life. They understand the struggles. They've probably been there, done that. So I, I think that's a real value as well. And then you always have them to reach out to. Um, they wouldn't be speaking at the conference if they didn't feel that literally everybody who attended could reach out to them, which um, is what I love about ag teachers. They're, we're really the best. It really is a great community. If you're not an ag teacher listening, you're cool <laughs> like an ag teacher because you're listening to Here by the All podcast, but ag It's so funny you said that because I was wondering, are there like HOSA teacher podcast are they like would they be here by the gurney like I mean I know they've got their own thing but like I just wonder how specific or ag teachers are we the only ones that go hard in the paint because we do and I love that as an, an intense person that's why I've always identified with ag teachers there's yeah there's three intense people on this podcast right now and <laughs> we are I don't know I just am biased because ag teachers are the best so if you're definitely thing and you're not, we love you though. So just know <laughs> that. Um, I'm excited. Well, first off, I, I love how it's broken down into sections so I can really focus. And I think that, you know, like Brianna said, there was, they were pushing out a ton of virtual conferences, I think, cause they could, but I think what's different about this is case didn't create this 
because of what's happening. This has been, this has been in development with Sarah and Case for a long time. So the, the amount of time and how purposeful it has all been, I think is just going to turn around and make the conference even better because it's not being rolled out just because we're in a pandemic. Like some of those conferences, you know, were. Um, pair that with the fact that they're ag teachers and the get you and it's content related to CTE and ag ed. I, I don't know how anybody could walk away without having everything that they need. Um, and it's happening in January. So you're already gonna be rejuvenated from your Christmas break. And that's just gonna keep filling your cup. So I'm excited about the QR codes. I use them quite a bit, but I think I could be more creative. So I'm excited to learn from Melanie about QR codes. Um, I, there's so many, there's so many good ones. Building a virtual community with Carol Travis, good friend of mine. I love her to death. Um, she well, and you've got one inviting person. Yeah, I'm presenting too. <laughs> You're gonna be so humble and <laughs> well, I mean, I won't watch mine. Brianna, are you gonna at least watch mine? I'm having trouble hearing you. Oh, Siri's joining us. <laughs> Siri's not gonna listen. <laughs> Siri uh, said no. Yeah, I'll watch yours, Nikki. I just wouldn't watch my own. I don't listen to our whole podcast because I can't stand my voice, but I'll watch Nikki's ses session and I'm I know it would be awesome. Um no, I'm excited for Carol's. Mine's going to be great, but Carol's, she is the most enthusiastic person ever. Um, and it's an on-demand session, but she's going to make it feel like she's in your living room with you. Yeah. And she's so inviting and I'm excited to learn like how to build community. Cause I, I have a feeling that even if she's giving you virtual tips, so many of those can be crafted to be done in any way. And it's just going to really up the game and making your classroom feel like a community, your FFA chapter feel like a community. So I'm excited for that. There's ones about grants and you guys, you do not have to be case certified. You don't have to have, you don't even need to know what case is to attend, um, which is so cool. So the people presenting, some of them are case teachers, some of them are case lead teachers, and there's others that aren't. So yeah, Sarah had spent a lot of time and, and as a team, we wanted to be able to contribute to that, but she really has done a lot of research and, and connected with a lot of different groups. She's attended some PD herself. And one of the things that I think is helping is she's looking at it from something certain, like outside of CTE and Ag Ed to see what similarities there are and then what struggles are unique to just CTE or Ag Ed. Um, and so, yeah, when you say that this is purposeful, and in the works and not a thrown together thing. And there's, you know, no shade to all those conferences that we all had to attend virtually, you know, especially this summer. But, you know, I sat with Sarah in the summer of 2019 when we happened to be together for a case event in California. And she told me, she said, I really want to do this ed tech thing. And even though we're not calling it the ed tech conference, I mean, that is exactly what she wanted to do. And so um, we want it to be, you know, you got to think we just finished up an amazing week at NAA convention. And that's the premier, you know, PD event for anybody anywhere, right? Uh, but, and some of the cool things about those PD sessions were they were for specific things that were going to be in person. But ultimately, you know, we want you to walk away from Thrive knowing that everything that we did was for virtual instruction. 
So if you know you're 100% virtual or you have those hybrid things, like everything we talk about is, we hope, going to be geared towards making your life a little bit easier. And so not to be cheesy, but, you know, this year everybody had to survive. And hopefully now that this time has been under our belt and we're able to collaborate specifically on some of these things, not just on a Facebook thread, which I think those things are great. But if we sit down and specifically say, what are those exact ways, you know, that um, that really cool Google add-on helps you give feedback. Megan Escamilla is going to do a great uh, workshop on that. You know, we've seen it and you know that there's that thing. But I think even when we were in person, you hear about some amazing tool but unless you sat down and said, like, can we have a chat about that? And you show me how, or you just said, okay, I'm going to sit at my kitchen table at night and I'm going to figure this out on my own. When do you ever really get the time to do that? And if we do that together, you know, at Thrive, then you get those official PD hours, you can get your school to pay for it, and then you still get all that done. So we're really excited. Uh, registration is open for another month, exactly today. So the conference starts, starts on the 11th of January and that uh, cutoff is the, the 8th of January. So we really only need enough time to make sure that we've got that digital swag ready for you. So, you know, if you still need to make that decision or talk to somebody in purchasing or that needs to do that, then, you know, maybe this is your reminder to put that on your to-do list and any way that we can help you get that done or case certification, we're, we're ready to do that because we are also in the process of getting ready to give virtual instruction for every course that we offer uh, for next summer. And so it's going to look different. But again, Case and NAAE always want to be there to help. And hopefully Thrive will be able to do that. I'm so excited. I just think too, for me, I don't know, after I attended the NAAE like leaders, state leaders roundtable, and it was just so good to be with my people. Like, and I don't, I don't know, maybe only ag teachers do that, but I don't, it's okay if I'm with 70 people on a Zoom call, as long as they're my people. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it lasted an hour. It doesn't feel like it was another Zoom call when it's my people. Yeah. So, there's like an understanding, like yeah. even if you've never met them, if you've been an ag teacher, somebody else has been yeah. an ag teacher, there's a shared experience there that you can bond over. Like I love when I get to talk to an ag teacher on the phone and it's the first time I've ever met them, you know, and, and they needed something for curriculum and we connect and then we get to chatting about something else. I mean, I can stay on the phone with an ag teacher that I've never met for 30 minutes. And at the end we're like, bye girl, see you later. You know, like we're best friends, but it's because there is a unique struggle. And you know, I think any profession, I think about that a lot. They can have their own podcast, talk about their unique struggles, but there's nobody like an ag teacher. And I think when you I embrace the community sticker, Jesse. Oh yeah. That's a digital, that could be a digital thing. There you go. I'm working on it. That's on my to-do list now, but there's a, yeah, there's nothing like it. When you're around your people, you feel better. Yeah. Even just that, you know, if the self-care of like being in a community of people who understand you and you know, your struggle, and if you need to vent a little bit, they're going to get it. Right. And if now you we all distraction fruits come yeah. in, like it sucks. Like, yeah. So get it. You know, not to get like super deep, but the teacher in me is thinking this is a good opportunity because y'all have built like a good following because y'all are kind of like, I mean, I can somebody at this, you're doing great. <laughs> um, but like, regardless of what you end up doing, like we want you to attend Thrive. We would love it if you consider, you know, getting case certified or, or trying out the virtual landscape with us. But no matter what you do, like 
first of all, you're not alone. Like if you're struggling, if you're seasonal depression, you know, it's getting dark early and it's like been a really hard year. And sometimes the holidays are hard for people, no matter what you end up doing and it's cold. Oh, bless your heart. Y'all listen, <laughs> the nice one though, because Southern people know bless your heart can mean lots of things. That was the nice one, but I, I don't know that I could do it. I'd have to visit y'all in the summer. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just like, this can be a hard time regardless. And this year has been a struggle. So like, even if it's not case or NAAE resources, if you need help, I just hope that you're asking for that help and you're setting those boundaries and um, that you are communicating and communing, you know, like coming together with some group that understands what you do on a daily basis. And maybe that's your school-based group. Some days, if your your struggles are more school-based, then it may be the ag ed group. But um, that's one of the best things about anything that NAAE or Niagara Science Ambassadors case, all those cool things is like, even though we're not able to be together, I'm about to sound like a commercial, but like, you know, I do think that sense of community is important when at the end of the day, you're feeling really run down, you're feeling sad, you're feeling like this isn't the job it used to be. Um, So, you know, just, I hope that if there's anybody struggling too, and you're hearing this, like, there are resources. These are some of them. I'm glad we got to talk about them, but there are a lot of them and they're there so that you will come out on the other side of this better and you're not alone. And, you know, ag teachers, owls love to hoot. So <laughs> if you need to join the uh, parliament of owls, we've got one coming up and we'd love to okay. have you. Brianna, why should teachers attend? Like why? I mean, I'm speaking, but so, <laughs> I mean, well, I'm, I'm speaking, but why, like, why, <laughs> I guess, why would you, what would you say to another teacher? I push you on the spot. I don't know. I was going to say nothing like put me on the spot. Um, I just think all of us kind of along that lines of the community, but all of us really need something right now. I know we're busy. I know we're in the middle of school. It's crazy. But for me, anyways, attending professional development and getting to attend NAAE last week, even though it was virtual, like really filled my bucket. I got to present a workshop. I got to kind of remember like why I do what I do. It was fun in a different way. Like I love being in the classroom, but I also love getting to do professional development and teacher things like that. And if you're kind of burnt out right now, I think now is the perfect time to attend something like the Thrive Conference to remind yourself your passions for EGED and kind of, yeah, I don't know, light your fire again for for teaching. It was literally right before NAE where both Brianna and I were like, we're tired. And she's like, I don't, I don't know. Like it just doesn't work just is blah right now. And I was like, you can do it. Like, and literally NAE hit and we, although it was exhausting, we had a lot to do. It was the, it was such a great week. And then looking back on that, like you said, Brianna, seeing people post online, like somebody posted like about the foldable that I taught them about. And I was like, that, like, that's just what we need. And you're going to get those same feelings, whether you're speaking or not at Thrive, you're just going to get to connect with people and have that support system. So just do it. And the best thing is, is I, in the resource folder, we're going to have a link to the site, the agenda, 
and how and where to register, you can send that and this link to the podcast episode to your administration. And if you're an admin listening, sign your teacher up. They need it. And it's relevant to what they're doing right now. You know, fill their toolbox, the spot in their toolbox that had nothing, they had nothing for digital or virtual teaching. These are the tools that need to go there. Um, so sign up. You won't regret it. I know it. Um, Jesse, where can they go if they have questions or they want to look more into it? I mean, we'll have those links too, but where can I yeah. go? Yeah. So anytime you have questions for anything case related, we do have contacts uh, on our website, case4learning.org. So it's case the number four learning.org. But specifically, if it's something related to, especially um, related to the programming or maybe even getting on the program, if somebody hears this and you're a digital equity expert or you've got some that works, like we'd still love to hear from you on that. But uh, Sarah is, again, this is her amazing masterpiece and her last name is Cobb, C-O-B-B. So Sarah, S-A-R-A dot C-O-B-B at caseforlearning.org uh, specifically for her. Now, I uh, one thing that I will also mention real quick is this is the first um, registration that we have set up where unless there is just some amazing extenuating circumstance, which I will be glad to help folks with, we are only having credit cards go through the website. And that's just because it's just the fast turnaround and we want to be able to provide that um, digital swag. And so I know that there are some folks who prefer to pay with a PO and a check if you do have a credit card at all. So like if you're going to start having conversations with admin, uh, see if that's a possibility. Now, if that's the only thing preventing you is that you don't have a way to pay with a credit card, then you can email me. My name is Jesse Lumpkins and uh, my info is on the case website and I'll help you. But uh, otherwise also just always keep an eye on our website. And if you don't follow us on Facebook, we're under not case cause there's like a ton of things that are case. So you have to search curriculum for agricultural science education. And we try to you know publish a lot of updates. We're gonna be rolling out probably once a day starting tomorrow. Um, the different promos and highlights and previews of what all of our sessions are going to be. So, you know, if folks already are kind of getting into it, then you could plan your um, schedule if you're going to join us live or just see some of the things that you can maybe get into. Uh, but yeah, we, we try to stay up to date, especially on Facebook and on our website. And you can always get a hold of any of us so that we can help you out with any issues you may have. Perfect. Well, thanks, Jesse, for being here, being another guest. <laughs> I mean, glad to be here. Um, and super Sarah, fun. I'm going to listen. So thank you, Sarah, for, you know, putting together this information, this great conference for egg teachers. Um, I can't, I can't wait to celebrate with all of case uh, after this conference. Cause I just know it's going to be great, but um, definitely check out our resources. Like I said, we'll have the links there for you um, and, and follow case online and go to case for learning um, website where they drop all the tea all the time. Um, <laughs> And if, if you don't already like here by the owl podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and if you have a future topic idea, or you want to be a guest like Jesse and share with us and have some fun, uh, please reach out to us. We would love to have you. So thanks everybody for listening. And Jesse, thanks again for being here. Thanks so much ladies. I'll come back anytime. <laughs>